Welcome to Teching Ball, weekly sampling of tech news in 30 minutes or more. I'm Dave. Well, Dave, first of all, the reason I interrupted was I thought you sounded a little sick. What's wrong? I I am a little sick, actually. Oh. I've, I just, I've come down with a cold this week. I hope our viewers will notice, but yeah. Well, get well soon, Dave. We, we do not have viewers. <laughs> we have listeners. This is an audio-only medium. I wanted to be nice to you, but that's the last time I'm going to be nice to you in this <laughs> podcast. So let's get on with it. All right. Uh, so I guess I'll just start with our first story here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there have been a couple announcements this week about self-driving cars. Hmm. The first one is, is actually pretty cool. Is Tesla will be sending a software update, which kind of happens automatically wirelessly to their cars mm-hmm. uh, over the summer, and the, the Model S will become a self-driving car. So, uh, yeah, peop- a lot of people will go to go to sleep basically with a regular electric car and wake up with a self-driving electric car. <laughs> I mean, I would love that. The one thing which I also did read about that was that update, that will only work on highways, so I don't think it works that well on your local roads. So if you're yeah, driving... I, I for- was reading a lot of conflicting information about this. This is what happens when, when it's just kind of, you know, announcements. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's a lot of speculation at the moment, but it is really nice. I love sleeping whenever I, you know, I'm traveling long distances, so this will be a godsend. So, yeah, traveling from one mile to my office, you know, catch that extra 10 minutes of sleep, invaluable. Yeah, assuming that it even does this. <laughs> and it, uh, it's actually, uh, you know, I was reading, I, I don't know whether this will happen or not, but they were saying perhaps you could, uh, you could ha- drive it right to the front of the office mm-hmm. and then just send it home. Oh. So. And it can go just park itself. You know, you're pretty close to work. It could just park itself at home and you would call it back with your cell phone. It would essentially be driverless Uber for you. Which is exactly what I want. I mean, this is the utopia I've been waiting for. This looks like and it's with, not uh, before. With surge pricing, actually, buying a Tesla could be cheaper than Uber in the near future. I know. Uber is always on surge pricing nowadays. What the hell? I had to use Lyft a couple of times, but yeah. Yeah, and I, I, re- I heard they're even uh, actually raising their prices for the first time this week in a couple cities. Wow. Well, I really yeah. hope it's not the San Francisco area. Otherwise, I'm definitely switching to Lyft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a public message to Uber. Do not raise your prices. Okay, good. So There, there are alternatives. Like? Lyft. Yes. I would Actually, I would prefer if there were a couple more. The usual mm-hmm. cabs are mostly pretty shit, actually, to be honest. The service... I have noticed most of the cabs here are driven by Indian people, by the way. And uh, most of the drivers, I mean, I, I don't know if this is racist because I'm Indian too, but most of the drivers are pretty rude. Uh, drive, Do not drive very safely and always, you know, sort of bother you a lot for tips. So I uh, definitely don't look forward to using those anytime soon. But yeah, maybe I'll have to start uh, skateboarding to the office. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> assuming, assuming you have the coordination to do this. Oh, come on. I'm so well-coordinated skateboarding. You'll see me skateboarding to the office within two weeks. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I just hope I don't, I'm don't. i not overrun by some overzealous driver like you, but I think I'll make it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fine driver. <laughs> not, a, not a drop of Indian blood in me. <laughs> well, uh, we will see when you drive me to the picnic again this Friday. All right. <laughs> You're on. All right. Great. So... What else? So you said a couple of driving, self-driving updates. That was the first one. What's the other self-driving update? Yeah, uh, Mercedes also uh, unveiled the self-driving car. Hmm. I, I don't know if you've seen this one. I saw the video. The car looked um, futuristic. It looks like a, yeah, it looks <laughs> like a the... cross between a Mercedes and like 
one of these pods you see in a futuristic movie that drives like a windowless bubble, basically. Correct. I was just going to say it looked like a windowless Prius, but I guess it was slightly more stylish than a Prius, but yeah. yeah. It is, it I thought it looked pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, yeah, very yeah. futuristic. It reminded me a little bit of Tron, to be honest, but yeah, sure. Did, did you catch what year that car is set to come out in? I did not. It's not 2020, is it? It's 2030. Oh, so, so they yeah, we're definitely going to see this exact car on the road in that year. Why didn't Mercedes even bother releasing this then? What is this, a joke? I, I think they just felt they had to respond to Tesla somehow after that announcement. Maybe they were looking for a short spike in their stock prices. Mm-hmm. This is very disappointing. I don't know, I but this is, yeah, this is... Uh, 2030, that's two. I can't comprehend even one year ahead. This is like, what, 15 years? This is too much. No. But this is a well-established car company saying they'll have tr- self-driving cars in the relatively near future. I mean, honestly, so, I know of other companies. I think I know Nissan committed to having a self-driving car on the road by 2020. All the other companies are working on it. And with Tesla, you know, only increasing mm-hmm. the pressure on them. With Google, Mercedes will need to up its game or it's going to lose out pretty soon. Yeah, but this shit is happening soon. This is very exciting. And I find yeah. each of these announcements to be... You know, very exciting uh, and promising. I don't know what your view on this is, but I feel like once this comes out, there will be a major shakeup in the car industry, just like it happened in the phone industry. You know, like Nokia, BlackBerry, all these companies essentially went yeah. out of the window. I feel like once the self-driving cars come out, Tesla, Google, who knows, even Apple, which I don't know if they'll ever make a car or not, but there are rumors. They'll dominate the market and all these older players are going to just... And I'm especially afraid for Chevrolet, our big three in Detroit, because I think they're way behind the eight ball on this one. So well, they're behind on the last several <laughs> changes yes, so in the car industry. I feel like, um, yeah, not a good time to move to Detroit, I think. Not that it is already the city went bankrupt, but still. Oh, it's um, some of the cheapest housing. They will actually pay you to move to Detroit right now. That is exactly what I was thinking about. But, you know, with this new bust coming, which I can foresee already, I don't think I want to move there anytime soon. Much rather stay in Silicon Valley for the bus that we have coming. Yeah, and pay overinflated prices. I've been dreaming of doing this, actually. But, yeah. I, I think just the weather, you know. The weather here is better than Detroit. Doesn't matter. Probably going to be penniless. Both places at least have the nice <laughs> weather. So, yeah. Yeah, I just had to renew my rent. It went up 20% this year. Oh, my God. Uh, my rent yeah. did not go up this much, but it was already astronomically high. So, it doesn't matter either way. I think mine was higher than yours and went up. Or, actually, you live, Yeah. No, sure. my rent was slightly higher. Now maybe you are higher than me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you live maybe. in a much nicer apartment, to be honest. So, well, at least you have the I'm, marina. I mean, my place is not too shabby either, but I think yours is, I'll give it five points more on a scale of 100. Five points more. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. I'm a generous person, but anyway, so I guess that's that for the self-driving cars. Okay, I guess so time for me to move on to our next story. Well, I guess I wanted to talk a little bit about, since we're talking about technology, might as well stick to that. I want to talk about Amazon. So I just read that Amazon got a, you know, like a experimental license from the FFA, FAA, sorry. FAA. Uh, yeah, FAA, sorry, uh, for testing their delivery drones in rural Washington. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm sort of excited by this. Like, you know, if deliveries could come to me faster, you know, all the more power to Amazon. At the same time, I am slightly unnerved by the fact by, you know, just looking at all these suddenly all these drones flying above my head and i don't know dropping packages over in different places it i don't know (laughs) it just sounds very unnerving in a way at least the way i imagined it so i don't know how i feel about this honestly what do you think so 
<laughs> so you, you believe that they just drop packages as they fly past your house? I was literally thinking of like life? you know like old fairy tales with these birds would fly by and they would drop this package into your balcony or whatever. I don't know, <laughs> but. That's the sort of visualization I had. Um, I mean, I can go more specific in the rules. They are supposed to fly below, you know, in visual conditions. Uh, not these these are very boring rules. Yeah, not about 400 feet. But I just want to make the 400 feet point to, you know, to sort of tell you that it's not going to be very high. So you can probably see it pretty close to you. And I don't know if a lot of them are doing delivery. How would that work if they collide with some other object, you know, cause some accident, etc.? How is Amazon going to take care of that? I don't even think it's that great an idea, to be honest now. I'm not sure. What do you think? Because Amazon anyway that's has a delivery time stone. That's why they just have an experimental license right now, right? Yeah. I mean, I initially thought it was a publicity stunt when Amazon first announced this, I don't know, a year or a couple of years back that, you know, they just wanted to get more publicity going for Amazon. But they, are, they have undergone so much trouble to get the experimental license stuff. So it looks like they want to do it. But uh, I don't know. How much trouble is that really, though? And they're a big company with a ton of money. They... They just there's very little of their resources is going toward getting an experimental license and having some people no, fly around. No, that is true. I'm just thinking if that experimental license, you know, as in they want to expand this program, what would that program look like for us? Do we have these? Because on average, I would think, you know, again, I don't want this to be a consulting guest estimate question, like how many trees are there in Menlo Park sort of thing. But, you know, I don't know how many people uh, uh, order Amazon, etc. But I'm guessing a fair few numbers, so... <laughs> Do you really want to see, uh, you know, drones buzzing all over your head, carrying all these smaller packages? Et I want it. I want it to look like the skies of the Fifth Element. <laughs> you have obviously Just gone flying over the cars edge. <laughs> zipping around at crazy speeds in every direction. It'll be a thing <sighs> of beauty. It sounds like a dystopian future, but I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind when I see it. But yeah, right now I thought I would be excited, but I'm actually kind of like, eh, I don't know. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. Which reminds me, I was supposed to get an Amazon package for my wrist guards, and they still haven't arrived. I'm supposed to practice skateboarding after this, so if something happens, I'm still uh, Amazon. <laughs> I had an Amazon package arrive a day late, and hmm. I, I was furious. So <laughs> Did I, they ring I'm your willing bell? to put up with a dystopian future <laughs> if I never get another package a day late. I mean, I have been watching a lot of dystopian future sort of anime recently, so I'm sort of getting used to it, I think, but... Uh, this sounds very, very, it's a big change. So I don't know, but yeah, I would definitely love if, if they reduce package delivery times, I guess I would be fine with it after some time, you know, mm-hmm. well, let's see how this goes, I guess. Anyway, yeah. moving on. What's our next story? Our next story is a callback from last week. We we're talking about, uh, the new mm-hmm. MacBook with its oh. USB-C charging port as its only IO port as well as charger. Very, mm-hmm. very exciting mm-hmm. device. Very aesthetic good-looking device. Well, that's what the whole thing is about anyway. Who cares about what the computer actually does? But anyway. Yeah. But I was just reading about how this charger is because now it's kind of expanding. More and more things will be going through USB, especially, you know, this is Apple. It's a big device, and that's the only way to do I.O. on it, for the mm-hmm. true report at least. Mm-hmm. And this is this is kind of scary because USB has a lot of seemingly unpatchable security flaws. Uh-oh. And they're pres- unpatchable pretty much because USB-C is required to be backwards compatible. Oh, I see. Well. Yeah, and, and they uh, you can you can infect firmware of, of USB devices and basically have them trick the computer. Because you plug something into USB, it can be pretty much anything. 
So this sounds and, uh, like the NSA basically gave Apple a contract to, you know, how do we better do this? Yeah. <laughs> I know we tried to do this on your iPhones and you gave us a backdoor, but could you make this a little easier? So, okay, I see how it is. Yeah, so now now a spy can can let you borrow their charger basically. You plug <laughs> the charger into your port. It tells the uh, it tells the computer, "Oh, I'm a keyboard. I'm just going to input some stuff right now." Or, "Oh, I'm a network <laughs> card. Here's how you interface with the internet now." This sounds like perfect, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I can see I can see and has an Apple faced any criticism yet or people are still going gaga over its beauty. This this is not Apple. I mean, this is no one's this is the USB thing in general, any, but... Yeah, this is just all USB is like this. And, and basically the scary part is now, like, even people who are paranoid about USB, once USB becomes the way you charge everything, everything really becomes anything, vulnerable. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of people, they just say, oh, I won't use any USB devices, but everyone has to charge their devices. What are our alternatives to USB, though? Uh, for for I.O. or for what? I.O. For charging, charging, I mean... I mean for charging, I'm, I'm looking forward to wireless charging for a lot of things. This probably yeah, won't work true. well for a laptop sitting on my lap on the couch unless I get some sort of wireless charging <laughs> that lap is true. desk. Yeah, there, <laughs> it has to be like almost like a charging Wi-Fi, etc. If you're near proximity to that device, it charges your device somehow. But yes, I do not yeah. see that. That might come later than the you know the self-driving car. So, And I guess, yeah, just more yeah, Bluetooth, I guess. You can do a lot of I.O. through that. Although mm-hmm. a lot of the Bluetooth dongles for laptops or usb as well so exactly yeah bluetooth might be other option but isn't bluetooth a bit of a battery hog also yeah but you know for a laptop maybe that's not as big a deal when you're connecting devices you're not mm. necessarily you know, you're likely plugged into power anyway correct and i guess you're, not you're is not with plugging low pl- in on the plane yeah yeah <laughs> i would love to do that <laughs> but hmm, i see how it is okay well, I mean, I have given up all hope. I feel like I'm in Watchman SA 24-7 anyway. Um, so, you know, who cares? Let them plug into my computer, use it in a botnet, whatever they want. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, and so, I mean, but has this issue been getting a lot of coverage because Apple decided to put a... That is a beautiful cat, Dave. No, thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, has he Apple was been... going for the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> has Apple been putting out any, like, I don't know, assurances or something like they're working to better this technology. I don't know what they can do firstly, but have they been talking about this at all or have they, you know, let the public decide for themselves essentially? Uh, I, there's not really a lot of mainstream coverage. I haven't seen Apple really address this at all. I've just seen this hmm. being mentioned on, on kind of side sites. Uh, I saw saw this on a third party in a small article on Hacker News, basically. Yeah, I don't think people are really aware of this issue, which is a little sad, but yeah. And I'm I'm sure Apple doesn't want to put too much attention on it anyway, because if anything, that would mean decreased sales of their new device. So I can see that too. Hmm. Yeah. Depressing. uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the advice for this one is do not use USB devices that you don't own. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope our listeners pay attention to that and <laughs> yeah, use their own proprietary USB devices only. Well, this was depressing, but let us let me cheer you guys up and let me share this. First, I thought it was a joke, but this happens to be a real story. So, okay. We all know, you know, the Senate Judiciary Committee, which is like, you know, such a powerful committee, drafts so many laws and looks after, you know, online privacy, copyright, blah, blah. 
they re- recently decided to... tech savvy geniuses, right? Oh my god, it's you can't even believe how tech savvy those guys are. It's so tech savvy, in fact, that, you know, they wanted to criticize Obama's immigration reform, President Obama's immigration reform, and, you know, they obviously go on the internet a lot, BuzzFeed a lot, so what the release which they, you know, which they put out, this press release, this is actually a bit like a giant meme page, something which you'd see on a Tumblr page or something like that, where... They have this bunch of statements, and after each statement, you have this celebrity making like a incredulous or angrier, you know, basically a face which supports the statement about. And you would think like some sort of teenager or somebody looking to have fun made this, but this is an official senator, sorry, Senate Judiciary Committee press release. I mean, I don't know. It is the most asinine thing, honestly, which I had ever seen. First of all, it trivializes a very simple issue. And number two, this is the committee which was, you know, behind drafting of the SOPA bill, which was basically you know, going, well, in spirit was supposed to stop people illegally lifting off content from the internet, but this is exactly what they have done. Just copied pictures and, you know, uh, clips from places, uh, from stuff which they do not own and just copy-pasted this on their press release. Of course, they can do that. They are the one who makes the rules on this, but, you know, that was pretty media-savvy of them. And now, as expected, they are getting savage from all sides. And were they posting this on, like, BuzzFeed or some sort of GeoCities? Or, like, was this an official official government website? From what I looked at, it looked like the parent site for BuzzFeed, which turned out to be the Senate Judiciary Committee.gov website. So it looks okay. exactly like something. I mean, I would encourage everybody to go and, you know, Google this and check this out and see, you know, how well they're communicating their message to the public, how well they're trying to make the public understand about immigration issues with a bunch of celebrities making faces and shaking their heads. But mm-hmm. this is what it is. I, I actually, was Lindsey Graham the head of this committee or no? What, was that the, some other committee? I get confused. Uh, Lin- Lindsey Graham was a member of the uh, Technology and Privacy Committee. I bet he's a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee also then. But yeah, it probably has uh, a lot possibly. of forward thinking. Yeah, it probably has a lot of forward thinking men and women who spend a lot of time on the internet since they're so familiar with memes and, you know, all these uh, other weapons of destruction. So, yeah, they put out this beautiful press release. I, I seriously encourage everybody to go check this out. <sighs> okay. All right. What do we have now? I have kind of a collection of stories about privacy. I, I saw kind of a theme in this week's news. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's just go for it. What? Yeah, go ahead. What do we have? So first we've got Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, kind of Mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's you know very big on on openness and transparency in the web and and kind of you know give up your privacy and and do a lot of sharing and social stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So so of course in his personal life, when he mm-hmm. has a contractor come to work on his home, the contractor okay. has to sign an NDA. Wow, like NDA where, uh, which of course an NDA means non disclosure agreement for those who aren't familiar. So they yes. have to sign a document saying they won't say anything about what they saw in his house. Um, why would he make them do that? Would they? Would he think that they saw some Facebook wireframes or something for future product? I guess maybe. Who knows? Come I on. think he just—he's just worried about his privacy. He doesn't want people talking about his personal life in the public sphere. Come on, yeah. If you wanted to know, he, you should probably be Facebook friends with him. You would find out anyway. Come on, why do you need this? <laughs> I think it's completely reasonable of Mark Zuckerberg. It's okay. He, I think it is know. completely reasonable, but it seems <laughs> it seems a little hypocritical coming from someone running an organization like Facebook. Um, I'll give him a pass because <laughs> I do I, use I, Facebook I'd like a lot. I'd do it too if I were in his position. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's okay. He probably feels that people won't just again. I probably am. Um, 
you know, this is probably not true, but I'm thinking, and this is probably not his motive for doing this, but I feel like he feels that people will just don't, you know, pure sharing on Facebook, but people might feed this to uh, very, you know, nice uh, publications like the National Enquirer or something like that, or OK Magazine, so that's the reason he does this, I guess. Okay, so Mark Zuckerberg, we know you're listening, and <laughs> Abbas can be trusted to be your Facebook friend. He won't spill your secrets. I am totally sending him a request. I'm right? going to send him a request right now. Yeah, I, I think I'll be great friends with him, yeah. Okay, I think so too. <laughs> I think I think the two of you are a lot alike. If only my bank balance was 1% alike, that would be great. <laughs> but yeah, okay, great. What's the next privacy story that we have? Uh, so Hertz, the rental car company... Mm-hmm. As uh, a lot of people have been noticing when they're renting a car there, there's a little mm-hmm. camera in the dashboard. Really? Yeah, <laughs> really. For uh, what? So this is a, yeah. <laughs> For according to Hertz, it's nothing. That they're, they're not going to use it. Don't worry about it. There's just a camera. I was like, it's, is it's it turn on? Ways. <laughs> I was, is it like turn on by itself, like when you rent the car or something? What is this? Well, the camera doesn't turn on. Don't worry. It's just don't pay any attention to it. It doesn't do anything. This is this pretty is much. Hurt, this is so this is what. Hurt, yeah, exactly. This is what Hertz is saying. So, but why? Why is it in there yeah. for? What are we? The police department? No, I need to. You know. Uh, their their claim is well, we we might decide we need it in a couple of years, so we might as well just put it in now while we're retrofitting or refitting our fleet. I mean, this is a forward-thinking company. Wow! This wow! Like they're already planning for the future. Mm-hmm. I, and they're, they're claiming, they're like, oh, if we did turn it on, A, uh, it would have to be, the customer would turn it on themselves, and it would just be for customer service calls. So you're having wow. uh, an issue with your car, you call Hertz, and you have video conference with them. So they can see my face and uh, probably racially discriminate against me? Is that the whole point? Why, why do they need to see my face when I'm calling them? Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> shouldn't be getting white people surface. <laughs> yeah, I uh, some... <laughs> Some Indian people don't have as strong an accent as yours. It's a very dangerous situation. I have a beautiful accent, by the way. I was listening to I know, it is podcast. beautiful. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know, a lot of my fans are telling me, but yeah. Anyway, go <laughs> ahead. So yeah, what, what is Hertz's justification? This will allow them to serve the customers better? Uh, they're just, their justification is basically, uh, this is a quote from them. Why not put a lens in now rather than a couple of years from now? And I would love to. I would love to work in all these, you know, spokesperson sort of departments. Basically, it seems like you can make up anything you want and say whatever you want, essentially, and you know, get paid for it. I, I mean, I love this sort of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna and apply. They're, they're also saying they have two levels of privacy protection. One is tinted glass, and another is an actual physical barrier. And that actually, what's part of what's freaking people out is that the tinted bl- glass doesn't let you see that there's another barrier in place. <laughs> My whole view of what the car looks on in the inside has changed. So, where is this camera first of all on your dashboard? Uh, this is part of the the uh, navigation system. Wow! Just wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> my mind is just blown. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy story. Okay. Well, definitely that's, not that's privacy violation. <laughs> definitely never renting a car from Hertz from now. I think I did rent one when I was in San Diego last year. I think we rented from Hertz. That's the last time. Yeah. What's the next one? Okay. Uh, next privacy violation. Uh, AT and T now has one gigabit uh, fiber internet in Kansas City, Missouri. It costs only seventy dollars a month. Are they basically trying to compete with Google Fiber on their home turf? <laughs> yeah, they are trying to compete with Google Fiber. <laughs> 
And now here's here's the issue though. Here's the catch. Okay. It's, it's seventy dollars, unless you don't want them to read all your traffic. In oh. which case, it's ninety nine dollars. I mean, I obviously do not want to swear on our podcast, but I mean, <laughs> AT and T, Comcast, these are obviously the most well respected, most well loved companies in America. So. Yeah, I would not put this past them, and wow, they're doing us a favor now. I mean, obviously, once they could not enforce this fast lanes on the internet, so this is a new idea for making money, that to guarantee your privacy, you just need to pay up a little more. I mean... Yeah, and probably people aren't even going to pay this, and so they're just going to have full access to, like, directly your fiber streams. So they're going to see all of the traffic coming in and out of your house unless you want to pay an extra $29 a month. And actually, I was reading, uh, once you start looking into bundling with their other services, that $29 starts going up because you start losing access to the bundles when you ask ask for privacy. It's all right. Let her purr. It's no big deal. (laughs) That's not a purr. That is a meow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't own a cat, so I'm not sure of all the technical terms which we used when, but it felt pretty mild to me. So going back to AT&T. A completely different sound. A purr is like a rumbling. (laughs) <laughs> okay, going back to AT&T and Comcast um, yeah. I mean and I'm sure they have other turns into this that even if you pay $30 this lapses after 6 months or your price goes up by $20 again I'm sure there's stuff like that built into because you know it never stays the same and then you gotta call customer service, stay on the line for 4 hours and then maybe they bump it down back to 99 I guess but the, the stupid part about this is I didn't even read this about this anywhere. I mean, they're rolling this out and nobody's outraged by this yet? No one even wrote about this? It's <sighs> in Missouri. No one cares. That's also true. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, these companies don't even have... I guess Comcast and AT&T have long, you know, given up on the public liking them, whatever. They are just there to make money, whatever. Their biggest client anyway, I think, is the government for that matter and uh, enterprises probably. And yeah, they give the rats about, rats ass about, you know, the common public's... Uh, privacy concerns, but yeah, it's, yeah. I feel like I should disconnect my AT&T connection. I, actually, I'm not sure what do I have. Comcast, AT&T, it's probably the same. I should just disconnect it right now. Yeah. Uh, but if only there were better alternatives, which is another thing they have ensured this sort of monopoly in different areas. So I can't wait for Google Fiber. I heard it was coming to the Bay Area, especially to San Jose first, but I cannot wait for it to come to Menlo Park so I can get rid of this shitty company and I would advise all listeners unequivocally to get rid of Comcast and AT&T as fast as they can. And I, I will actually encourage you, Abbas, to disconnect your internet since we're recording this over an internet stream right now. I think the podcast will go a lot smoother. I am Become, very like, practical-minded. quality. I would only do this after we have been, you know, finished our podcast and after I have passed my propaganda message to my listeners, but I will do that. Okay. But yeah, that was pretty egregious from, well, what do, else do I expect from AT&T and Comcast? But yeah, reverting to type, I guess. Okay. All right. And I've, I've, Any, saved, the, uh, I've saved the best the, privacy violation. There is worse. I mean, come on. Hertz putting in a camera, AT&T doing this. There is something else now. What else is there? Well, this one involves uh, law enforcement. Okay. And that obviously so, has uh, a lot of potential. Yeah. Let's see what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, so... A lot of uh, local law enforcement has been buying uh, cell phone devices. Basically, this, this is like a big rectangular device that's small enough to fit inside a suitcase that can just completely hijack all the phones in the area. And when you say hijack, of, does it just jam the signal or it just it takes over your phone? 
Uh, it can, from what I was reading, take over your phone. It can imitate a cell tower and just have all of your data pass through it. It can identify who is in the area uh, if they have cell phones on them, basically. Uh, so, like, they can use this to identify people that protest. They can use this to spy on people. They can use this to kind of get stuff off your phone. They can use this to track your whereabouts. It's uh, It's got a lot of uses. And the, know, the, what's even crazier about this story, so I haven't even gotten to the part that made this outrageous and appear on the internet, is that when the law enforcement agencies buy this, they do so under a non-disclosure agreement that says they basically can't tell the public about what this device does. So, so I don't already have a lot of details on this story for that reason. They already basically are going to say that we are going to use this for the wrong purpose and hence we are not going to tell you, obviously. I mean, I could sort of see this and that too in a very limited sense that, you know, they might use it maybe, you know, when some area is under like some sort of imminent terrorist threat or something like that and they need to block device or quickly find out where a person is. But knowing our law agencies, knowing how much they love, you know, listening to everything, this is going to be used, as you said, on protesters, on every normal person without any cause or reason, like, you know, catch all sort of a device. And yeah, wonderful. They also have an NDA where they can't talk about it, why they're using it. So okay, and, you know, even better, the FBI has gotten involved. Oh and my they've, God. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they've, they've sent out an affidavit basically saying, hey, it's important that local law enforcement not talk about how they're using this and what it does because you know, criminals, if they, if they know how they're being investigated, they'll get around it, basically. They are so, I mean, FBI is so damn smart. I mean, who works for this agency? I mean, <laughs> and their press, once again, especially their public, you know, public-facing departments, these people just release any sort of idiotic, you know, press release, etc., and they think nobody's going to understand. I mean, I have no idea well, what they think, but... Yeah. A lot of people will, will just basically blanket support law enforcement, right? Yeah, they're like, it's obviously like, you know, this is for the good of the country. So, and obviously I haven't done anything wrong. So, you know, yeah. what do I stand to lose from it? That's their logic, right? Yeah, nothing at all. You, <laughs> if, <laughs> why are you so frightened of this, Avas? That's very suspicious of you. I know. I, I was actually right now considering when will FBI or the police department come knocking on my door and for recording this sort of a podcast, and when do I get into trouble? I'm actually looking forward to it now. This is very suspicious of you. You have a foreign accent. You don't want the police listening in on everything you ever do. I know. This is... Uh, I'm going to report you. You don't have to. I think NSC has obviously, and FBI has already listened to this conversation, and the SWAT team is already on its way. Hurts as well. And Hurst might be seeing my beautiful face, and, well, thank God I put on a shirt by now, but yeah, who knows. Yeah, yeah I'm very thankful for that, by the way. <laughs> Come on, you don't like my Adonis-like body, but anyway, let's it's not talk about it. It's too distracting. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was distracted myself. I kept looking at myself in the camera, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that is pretty shocking, though, what the police department is doing. And yeah, I thought Hertz and Comcast could not, or AT&T and Comcast could not be taught, but our police departments and FBI continue to show us new ways, and they, you know, they are getting us closer to our Orwellian future, so... Yep. <laughs> I think I want to go back and read 1984 once again. That's uh, yeah, it's a solid book, I suppose. And it's also the year you we were born. I don't know what it is. that is. <laughs> so you're, oh. you're giving away. No, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, we're probably never going to be able to work in tech again now that people know we're in our 30s. <laughs> well, early 30s, and I do look 25, is what I was told. But anyway, um, congratulations. And, it's all right. I I'm used to it, so. 
<laughs> do we have uh, any other beautiful such you know violations of privacy or that's it for now enough depression uh the, these are the only violations i i found for the day <laughs> yeah we might have to find more later well i guess uh that's actually a lot of stuff well okay so i guess it is time for all us to decide our parallel tonies for this week so what is okay. your nomination dave my nomination is Tesla for the Palo Alto Tony for hmm. self-driving. This so-, so you're actually giving it in a positive sense this week. You're not being mean or snarky. I, I actually, would never be mean or snarky in any sense. Yeah, I have noticed that. But um, I'm going to give it to the Judiciary Committee. I mean, they are so progressive. And then putting together, you know, those beautiful, witty lines interspersed with celebrity gifts. I mean, that is genius. I mean, I did not uh, know that our Senate Judiciary Committee was that advanced or that talented. And they're, I mean, after seeing this blast of their creativity, I was just blown away. I'm totally going to give it to that. That's my nomination. And you think, you think that's better than self-driving cars? Of course. Politicians getting side with the internet, that is going to bring progress much faster than you think. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm unmoved by that. I, I, I really think it should be awarded to Tesla. I think this is very exciting that we'll actually have self-driving cars that aren't just some. That is true. I mean, that is road. as I was saying. That is sort of my utopian dream: having a driverless Uber try taking me to office every day. So okay, I'll go with the Tesla too. I'll go with it. All yeah. right. Boom! So, congratulations, Tesla. How well, Tony, for your self-driving car. I'll throw in some claps as well. <laughs> yeah, make it sound, make it sound authentic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. But. <laughs> All right, I guess it's time to wrap up this exciting episode of Teching Ball. Dave, right. why don't you say goodbye to our listeners and also tell them where they can find this latest podcast. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us at techingball.com. Follow us at techingball on Twitter. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash techingball. Even feel free to send us an email, techingball at gmail.com. All right, everybody, see you next week.